Your words can either destroy like a cancer or satisfy like a good meal. What you say can bring life or death. Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. It is remarkable how powerful your words are. What you choose to say today may stick with someone for the rest of their lives. I can still remember the encouraging words of my grandmother when I was a little boy. She spoke so warmly with words of love and encouragement. The way she chose to speak life has stuck with me. Her words have been like little life preservers during difficult times. Someone once wrote, A tongue has no bones, but it is strong enough to break the heart. So be careful with your words. And that is so true. This quote echoes the truths we find in the Bible. I remember in Missouri, we had a state official who sadly died by suicide. His friends say he was the victim of a whisper campaign. His opponents in the race had apparently begun spreading rumors about his heritage, religious background, and character. And so, on a cold February morning, two months after Christmas, a successful 54-year-old man killed himself. Where the words of my grandmother had been life-giving, the words of this man's opponent have been deadly. What we say and how we choose to say it matters. That's why Paul told his friend Timothy, avoid worthless talk that only leads to more godless behavior. This kind of talk spreads like cancer. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 16 through 17. It can also be translated as spreads like gangrene, but either way, the result is the same, a deadly disease that spreads quickly. Sometimes we can feel like we are unimportant, but it's not true. Within each of us is the ability to encourage and bless others. Christ can use your words to do miraculous things in the lives of those around you. A healthy, life-giving church is realized in the words of those who are part of it. What you say and contribute to fellow believers has tremendous weight and value. Paul was trying to stress this idea to help Timothy with his church. Remind everyone about these things and command them in God's presence to stop fighting over words. Such arguments are useless and they can ruin those who hear them. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. There are a million things that can divide us. So let's focus on the one thing that unites us, Jesus. Christ is the most important thing. Everything else can have an earthly importance, but it shouldn't take the place of things with eternal impact. The church exists to share and show the love of Jesus, not squabbles that detract from that mission. 2020 was a very hard year, not just because of the viral disease that was devastating communities around the globe, but also because of the words spoken in anger, frustration, and fear. It was remarkable how quickly people turned on one another and how hatefully and loudly they did it. I remember showing some posts online to my wife and asking, has everyone gone crazy? A lot of believers were loudly proclaiming their thoughts, which weren't very Christ-like. And some of you may be already feeling the prickliness of being offended, wondering which side is he on? I need to know so I can decide whether I'm upset. And the answer is, it doesn't matter. I'm team Jesus. I want us all to be on that team. It's not mine. It's Christ, and he wants everyone to join. I want to be a servant 
of the Lord. What I say and how I say it has eternal impact. We are all called to serve Jesus. Paul gives the qualifications for that position. Verses 24 to 26. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. This is how we're meant to speak. This is how we present God's truth. Not the first ones to lash out, but the first ones to be kind. We are called to be teachers. When people choose to be difficult, we choose patience. And those who are against God's word, we are called to instruct them gently. Question time. Does this look like some examples you've seen of people who call themselves Christians? Also, does this look like you? If they were hiring for the servant of the Lord position, would you get the job? Or would you be turned away because you don't meet the requirements? Paul says there is a reason we're meant to operate like this. Perhaps God's will will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. You have to be careful when saving someone who's drowning. Their minds are panicked, stuck in an endless fight-or-fight loop. And if you're not careful, they will pull you under, and then you'll both die. How you approach them will determine if one or both of you will live. Spiritually, it's a very similar thing. We have to recognize they're stuck in the enemy's trap. They are not thinking with a clear mind. It's why Paul says, For they have been held captive by him, Satan, to do whatever he wants. What you speak in those moments to that person can make a difference in their lives for all eternity. What you choose to focus on and how you present it can save a life or take it. That's why what you consume with your time and mind is so equally valuable. Because whatever you take in is what will come out during a difficult conversation. If you're in God's word, connecting with Christ in prayer, and faithfully serving others like Jesus, that's what your response will sound like. And if you're not, what you say won't sound anything like a servant of the Lord. It's why Paul tells Timothy, The Lord knows those who are his, and all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. Run away from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. These were the words of a man chained like a criminal who was suffering for the cause of Christ. But even in his pain and imprisonment, he knew the word of God cannot be chained. Paul says, I am willing to endure anything if it will bring salvation and eternal glory in Christ Jesus to those God has chosen. When we suffer loss or make it through a very difficult time, it can give us a new perspective, help us focus on what really matters. This is the place from which Paul instructs Timothy and us. Only Jesus. It's the only thing that really matters. It's worth everything. Paul was demonstrating that with his life. Are you? Do your words and actions proclaim Jesus above all else? Or do you allow other arguments to take greater importance than the message of Christ? Proverbs chapter 18 verses 20 and 21 says this, Wise words satisfy like a good meal, 
The right words bring satisfaction. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. What will be the consequences of your words? Are you speaking life, hope, love, and salvation, or death, decay, and destruction? Allow Christ to be the Lord of your speech. Let's be like my beautiful grandmother and offer life preservers to people who are drowning. Let's be known as the encouragers, the ones who proclaim the greatness of Jesus who has saved us and redeemed us. Together, let's do our absolute best to live up to the title, Servant of the Lord. Hey, I just want to take a moment and say thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read 2 Timothy chapter 2 and Proverbs chapter 18 on your own. Spend some time in prayer and reflection. Also, if you could take a moment and leave a review for us on Spotify or Apple Podcast, that would help us connect more people with Jesus. You can also go to honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and find all the podcast apps we're on where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer, in your Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.